Oh shit, we're already rolling. Hope you didn't say anything too terrible. All right, um, we're already rolling. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Welcome to another episode of Stone Sports. I am Bert, and with me is Dubs. What up, Dubs? <laughs> Not much, man. This is just show to start, apparently. Whatever. Who cares? It's you know, this is our show, bro. We are free, independent, like punk rock podcasting, pirate radio podcasting. Who cares what anyone else thinks or says? And, uh, yeah, as you can tell, I'm already, I'm high again. Um, I low-key want to make that our Twitter bio, but it's probably not conducive to growth. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. It was just such a mishmash of words, it would look ridiculous all put together. Oh, I mean, I'm the king of that when I'm, like, real fucked up. It's just, you know, the tongue flows. I got a liquid sword, as Jizzle would say. Um, so... Uh, what happened? Uh, you know, uh, full disclosure, Dubs was a little late tonight. You know, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, uh, oh, right. It's, it's nine fifteen, and, and, and I'm in my chair. <laughs> and I'm in my chair. And, uh, yet, um, and yet it's now nine this chair, this chair and is empty. just got it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, so what happened? So I told you five minutes. I was like, all right. Yeah. I got it. I, as soon as I sent that text, I stood up came downstairs i sat down i got my computer open it plugged everything in opened it i was like all right i'll take a couple minutes to boot up turn it on fucking went to took it went took piss talked to my mom we like we took the dogs out you know let them out fed them came back and the computer was on come into discord and i'm like wow discord's taking forever to load and it was just on this like like you're, you're the loading the screen, screen yes. right now yeah. it wasn't even on the loading screen it was on our chat already like mm-hmm. it is right now but you weren't in it and it was like super pulled up like general was at the very top of the screen and there was like a ton of blank space underneath it. oh so you went like all the way back to like the beginning of when we started the server yeah it was bizarre oh man but i'm kind of i'm gonna go through the server right now and just look at some of the stuff but i couldn't control it Uh uh-huh like i couldn't click anything and then i sat there for like five minutes just waiting for it to load and i realized i wasn't connected to the ethernet cable oh no (laughs) i was just sitting there waiting for nothing to happen and then i plugged it in i refreshed it and it instantly loaded up and it showed you in the chat it was right back to like the end the bottom of it everything was back to normal (laughs) i didn't even have to press anything all i did was refresh it so yeah that's and that's what i texted bernie that i'm r-worded yeah (laughs) i'm tiktok i really i can't wait for the next time that you tell me that you're gonna be late so i can pull a rob McElhenney and be like that won't matter this text won't matter. This yeah, that won't matter. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, I think we should announce to the people that Dubs is officially leaving the food industry and oh my moving God, yes. in to We're the weed this. industry. So we he's are. moving from the feed industry into the weed industry. What up? Food to bud. That's pretty awesome. Congratulations, buddy. I'm super proud of you, and I'm, I'm really super happy stoked, for you. Bro. We're recording this episode uh, after my last shift at my food industry job which shout out <laughs> the people there i like all the people there but oh my god i was so over it wow um so over it yeah i i'm really i i went through the same thing you know i got the job i'm at now it's it's a great day and i'm, I'm very happy for you um 
So I just went all the way back to the beginning of the Discord server when we started this, like the very beginning of us starting this. That would have been October 30th of 2020. Here are the first two messages in our Discord server. A wild Michlo, because it said a wild Michlo appeared. Yeah. And then it says, double used verbally berate. It was super effective. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds about right. Oh, that's really awesome, man. So we started this podcast the day before Halloween of 2020, which makes total sense. Yeah, I mean, that's probably... Yeah, fair enough. Let me see when the first... Um, let's see. Because we did the stuff intro- about Remember, we had like two testing. weeks. That, those two weeks, we did episodes that we deleted. Uh, November first. Yeah, that's pretty much around when I expected. November first. This is amazing. Yeah, there's you sending me the old intro music. This is awesome. I'm loving this. This is great. This is fantastic. All right, anyway. Killer Birdie's back again, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he's not, he's going to be here for a few weeks. Oh, and so. I, need to, I need to do something before we really get started. You always turn your fucking light on. I need to get curling going right now because, oh, my God. I don't, I I don't have bro. cable. Dude, I'm telling you, curling is a – once you understand the rules, it's a I've fucking phenomenal curling. sport. Yeah, I mean, I never, like, disliked it, but I, 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 I wasn't, like, to it enraptured. Of course. But like, I wasn't, like, enraptured by it until a couple years ago. I think it was, like, 2017, 2018. Um, and the Winter Olympics were on in our office all day at work, but our computer system crashed. So mm-hmm. the entire, like, you know, the entire week or two or whatever it is, however long the Olympics is, I can never remember, that entire frame of time, everyone was showing up to work but couldn't do work. So we were getting paid to just sit around with each other and watch the Olympics – and this guy was like, I'm going to explain to you how this game works. And once I knew the rules, I was like, holy shit, this is some, like, high-level fucking big-brain-ass, like, chess shit happening yeah, right now. Yeah, bro. Like, this it's is like, fucking like Game bowling. of Thrones on ice. Yeah, it's like bowling and chess put together on the ice, but Game of Thrones on ice is <laughs> I smell Broadway. Um, yeah, bro, I'm watching, I've been watching Sweden beat the goddamn brakes off of Switzerland for the last, like, hour. So. I don't have cable anymore. Um, so I, I don't... have Hulu Live. That's my uh, oh, is it on Hulu? Yeah, I have YouTube TV, but I can't get it to work on my new TV, so I'm, I'm dealing with some bullshit. But anyway, um, before we start the show, I actually was thinking about something. Oh, I'm watching Star Trek right now, and it's on one of my all-time favorite episodes. Um, I had a high thought I wanted to run by you, too, so let's hear yours first. Yeah, okay. Well, no, no, no. Let's hear yours first, because mine is not necessarily a thought as much as it is, like, some questions I have for you. Oh, okay. I have a ridiculous high thought. Oh, let's hear it. Um, so I was thinking, I don't know, we can make some sort of a sketch out of this, if it's just an observation or what, but I'm just spitballing here. Cat, night vision, right? Right. Night vision goggles. Uh-huh. When you turn the light on, when you're wearing night vision goggles, it burns your eyes. Mm-hmm. Somehow. Can't confirm. We write, I don't know if it's, again, it's probably just a one-off skit, but a cat, like the, we turn the light on and it burns out his night vision. And then we just have a fucking cat walking around with no goddamn, he just can't see at night. <laughs> this is just abuse. falling all over the place. No, 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 no. We're not doing this. I mean, it's just like something that happens. Like, I don't know. Oh, we could make a cartoon. Home one day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
bring a cat home one day and then it fucking dude i gotta tell you about first time high... you turn the lights off it's just like Rah! all right so we got a couple things that's pretty great but we got a couple things we got to move through here okay um okay. so i'll get to my my questions for you in a second but i had this high thought a few years ago that I think is actually really brilliant. And I need someone who's actually an animator to help me. So I have two friends, you know, Sked, we have another friend named Samir. Samir is hilarious, dude. And he, he used to, he had like this, like huge, hilarious, like, yeah, Samir's hilarious, man. And he's got like, he almost had like sideshow Bob kind of hair. He's Egyptian (laughs) dude. And I had this idea for a cartoon where it was just the two of them, but instead of them being them, they're semen, like they're sperm. And like, it's just a cartoon about like two sperms that just take bong hits and like hang out all day. And, but the end of the show, like the whole show would be about how they're trying, they're teenagers trying to figure out their lives before what's called the great evacuation. (laughs) Right. And then literally the last bit of the show would be them like swimming, you know, and they're all excited and they're like yelling and like being happy, you know. And then the last shot of the show would just be like a load shooting onto a pillow. (laughs) (laughs) And you call it Sammy the Seaman. And you could have a theme song. It's like Sammy the Seaman. Like it'd be fucking fantastic, but I can't animate shit. So, dude, if I had like (laughs) all the skills of art in the world, I would be making billions a billions year. of dollars like raking yeah. in billions i think about that sometimes too i'm like oh my god what a great idea i i know nobody that can pull this yeah off no me. one that could pull it off like at <laughs> all like but anyway um all right let's get to my questions for you so the other night i'm sitting down with my mom's oh my god you just went full robot for a second it was like here time for some questions so then you just went full robot i was like oh my god i'm going into the matrix it did sound similar to that yeah <laughs> Um, so the other night I'm sitting down with my mom's, um, and we're eating and I just started thinking about food and I wanted to run some foods by you and a, see if you've ever even eaten them and B, if you like them, because I feel like they're like Southern foods that like Northerners don't really eat. So you goddamn Yankees (laughs) don't eat this shit. Nah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm one at heart. Like my family's from fucking New York, you know, it's cool. Like, um, but anyway, do you know what chicken and dumplings are? I do, but I, I'm I'm distracted for a second. I'm sorry. I just want there's a WWE commercial on, and the suit that one of those guys was wearing was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Describe it, please. Send pics. It was like, uh, hold on, I, I probably can't send a pic. Yeah, just rewind. Yes, shit. I can. I got it. Yeah. All right, uh, chicken and dumplings. It's I've never, I mean, describe what constitutes as chicken and dumplings. All right, chicken and dumplings is like. Because I've obviously had chicken and I've had dumplings. Yeah, but chicken and dumplings is like this. It's like a soup. It's like a, I don't know. It's hard to describe because it's, it's the consistency of a stew, but it really has more in common with a soup. So it's really just like shredded chicken and the, the dumplings aren't really dumplings. They're like dough it's just like kind of chunks of dough in this like almost gravy um it's really 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 good but i didn't know if you'd ever had it so we're gonna say Uh, a no on that specific no yeah okay how about grits grits you ever have any grits? grits you've never had grits no 
What? I mean, those are really the only two foods I could think of. You gotta, Great. you gotta come down, bro. You gotta I come down. I ain't never had here, no man. jambalaya. I ain't you ever seen my no cousin gumbo. Vinny? You ever watched the movie My Cousin Vinny with Joe Pesci and Marissa no. Tomei, who is so fine? Is she related to Jim? I don't know. It's Aunt May from the new Spider-Man movies. How do you spell it? Marissa M A R I S A T O M E I. No, they're not related. I mean, she's like, ooh, baby, baby. And also, I gotta talk about another oh, okay. another girl. Yeah, right. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Woo, woo, woo. But um the rapper Lil Debbie. Damn Excuse girl. Me? Damn girl. Like, you need to chill out. Lil Debbie? Yeah, you don't know Lil Debbie. No. If we talk in ways, I'm like, free Willy. <laughs> I got no fucking clue who Lil Debbie is. I'm Googling her right now, too. Did you see this guy's suit I sent you? Um. Oh, good call. Let me pull this up. The first picture of her on fucking Google Images, you can see her titties through her shirt. Yeah, come on. Lil Debbie, man. Ratchet as hell in the best way. Oh, my God. Right? All right, first of all, the suit is way too small to be on this dude. <laughs> he, he looks like his arms can't move at all. Yeah. What the f- what the fuck? But that is a balling ass suit. <laughs> I mean, that's like heavyweight champion of the world material. <laughs> that's a balling ass suit. It is, man. <laughs> all right, look, you you got to patterns. All right, but we're off track. You got to come down here to the south and we can eat some Deep fried fucking goodness. Deep fried goodness. Come on, man. Come on down. We's legal here now, too. We can hang out here and just get high. You got to come up here first. I'm going to. But bring Selena with you, too. Y'all can stay here. I got an extra bedroom. All right. We'll hit you. We got her dad lives in Florida. We'll hit you on the way down. Fuck yeah. I'll go to Florida. Florida. It would be hilarious to do like a Stone Sports Florida trip. Oh, my God. Vlog it. Yeah, exactly. Just vlog the whole thing. Be a mess, dude. Would you see so much? I just, I just thought of something. I'm not even gonna say it because it's so fucking insensitive. Just be people watching the entire time. Speaking of Florida, though, yeah, I I don't have an oof regarding it. I have an oof to get to, but I have a different article to bring up about Florida. Okay, let's let's hear it. Uh, Florida, I have a list of the vanity plates that they rejected this year. Oh my God! My state is actually the state with the hot, the most amount of vanity plates in the country. Like oh, they're really? fucking everywhere, bro. Yeah, fucking everywhere. But oh, by the way, watch my cousin Vinny, bro. That movie fucking rules. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I know it's a. I know a great reviews. Marissa Tomei won uh, Oscar for it. So, shit. Um, the department said more than 500 plate requests were rejected in 2021 for containing obscenities, including profanity and letter and number combinations deemed to be offensive or making reference to offensive topics. The rejected plates include and are not limited to T. Bundy. Ooh. Far. Fart. <laughs> 2020 WTF. Forever 69. Nice. Drug man. Mm. Space, I fart, space. <laughs> meth with a three. Yeah, but that could have just been a Method Man reference. True. 
nuts. V nasty. Ew, dude. <laughs> That's gross. White trash. Love it. W H T R A five H. White trash. Love it. Yas Queen or Y A S S Q W N and Doctor Sixty Nine. <laughs> nice. Doctor Sixty Nine is awesome. But what if it was just like a doctor who was born in nineteen sixty nine and they denied that shit? That's so like oh my god, no bro. idea whatsoever. And they're like, sir, you can't have this license plate. Can I ask what you, you a question? Can't have this license plate. Did you exist in the time of AIM? Uh, I was like... You know of its I, existence, right? I know of its existence. Okay, for the people was, that don't... But it I was, was in, like five it was like six a years old when Instant it was messaging, out. like, chat program, so you could talk to all your friends. My So, like, all my friends started, like, combining band names for their screen names. I always had something weird, like, mine was, like, Idiot Box for a long time. But, um... All my friends started, like, combining band names. So, like, one guy was, like, Led Zendrix. You know, stuff like that, (laughs) right? Well, one of my dearest friends in the world was... He was trying to combine Metallica and this band called Dream Theater. But... So, he was trying to say Met Theater, but it just looked like Meth Eater. (laughs) I knew exactly where it was going. And the thing is, like, what you got to understand, man, is, like, back then when we were in middle school and high school, like, AIM is how you talk to girls. Because, like, we didn't have cell phones, right? Oh, my God. Right? So, like, he, like, there'd be, like, there was this, I'll never forget, there's this really cute girl, Caitlin, and she was kind of a wild child, you know. already swinging So, I was, like, look, like, and this dude was real nervous, like, couldn't really talk to women. And I was, like, you know, this girl's a wild child. She will, like, do most of the work. So, all he'll have to do is just kind of, like, answer her questions and, you know, she'll be aggressive in this scenario. So I messaged her and I was like, yo, I got this homie. He thinks you're cute. You should talk to him. She's like, all right. So he sends her a message and she's, and then he sends me like copies and pastes it. And he says, hey, how are you? And the first thing she says is, you eat meth. <laughs> <laughs> you eat meth? Oh, sir. He's a fucking mess, man. Yo, speaking of meth, though, I'm just going to, I just want to take a moment here. And just show some love and appreciation for my co-host, Double, because uh, the past few days we've been trading, like, different rap tracks, hip-hop tracks and shit. And it's so nice to have somebody in my life that likes, like, legitimate hip-hop. That's, like, about the bars. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, oh, yeah, Future's cool. Like, I can send you a track and you'll be like, yo, these bars are fucking fire. So, like, love you, bro. Nice. Appreciate it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, fuck Tupac. Ooh, I, I said hit, it, I, actually, I said it. I'm not going to get too deep into it, but I've actually hit up a couple of rappers I know to come on. Oh, really? A couple of rappers I've DM'd back and forth. Oh, shit. Anyone like big times? Uh, One guy may or may not be associated with Benny. Shut the fuck up. I'm working on it. <laughs> oh, man, that would be the coolest thing ever. It, even if, if like, if it's either of them, it would be like, what the fuck? Anyway, yeah, that'd be really cool. But, um, so, I guess we should get to the oof? Yeah, I can is get that, to an is oof. Is that something we should do? That's something we could do. I could get to an oof. Uh, 
Fucking, <laughs> what is it Johnny says? Posse vibes only. Posse vibes only. <laughs> I'm the big daddy of the store. I'm the big daddy of the store. <laughs> Go get the club. Go get the club, Tyler. I showed that to my I showed the show to my brother a few months ago, man. And he was telling me, you know, I was saying how one of my favorite lines is, bro, I'm straight up not having a good time. <laughs> it's so good. I was like, it's such a good show. And he was like, dude, I was quoting that and I hadn't even seen the show. Yeah. You know, like a it, fucking meme. Yeah. It became like yeah. a part of the culture so quickly. I'm straight up not having a good time right now. <laughs> uh, what is it that Lexi says when she's show. like, um, I just shifted from low key flustered to high key irked. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it's like. It's like Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, what a show! I need to rewatch it. Um, so, uh, so let's yeah, do this. So oof. Oof. Yeah, man. So half ounce, half hour. Shout out Color Cast. If you don't listen to any of our stuff on there, please do. Um, we last couple of weeks we've had stories about ashes and places where they shouldn't be. Yes, we have. Yeah, fascinating like, thing. Uh, I've got another one. Oh God! It's like three in three weeks. I mean, like, what the fuck? Like my <laughs> my, like, I think I can speak on this because my dad just died. You know, like his ashes yeah. are sitting on the fucking dresser in my mom's bedroom. Haven't moved. How do you misplace them? I don't right. understand. Like my grandfather's ashes are in at my grandma's house, like on a table with like a little light, and that's where they stay. I think I'm gonna take some of them to Lambeau Field. Ooh. And just yeah, my dad like loved the Packers. Like, he's loved them since like the '60s, you know. So I feel like he would like that. But I don't know. Bart Starr. Yes, I met Bart Starr. Did I tell you that? I did not know that, dude. I've met a bunch of people that it's kind of crazy. I haven't met anybody. Hank Aaron, like a bunch, mean, a bunch of people. Shit. Well, they used to have the tough of... stuff conventions and shit, you know? I don't know right. if they still do that, but like in the 90s and shit, you could meet like fucking anyone you wanted to, man. I met some famous like and like athletes a couple times when I was like younger, like a kid. Like, yeah, I, met I mean, when I Samsonoff, met all these people, I was like, you Justin know, Masterson. five to like yeah, fi- right. 12, you know what I mean? Right. I met so, Isaac Bruce, which was like, it's one of the highlights fire. of my life, yeah. Because that's like probably my favorite football player of all time. Sergey Samsonov is probably the one that you. That's pretty fucking. Yeah, that's pretty fucking sweet. I have a picture somewhere of me with him, and I have like a stuffed animal in my hand. I'm like four years old. That's fucking awesome. You remember uh, Trot Nixon, baseball player? Yes. I have a like a bat signed by him. He left me like a long birthday message that like wraps around the bat. That's fucking dope. I, I'm the only baseball players that I met that are of mute was um Hank Aaron, Chipper Jones, the Chip uh, Man, yeah, um, and then um somebody's feeling Chipper, fucking uh Smoltz and John Schmoltz, uh Sean Casey from Cincinnati. The mayor. Is, yeah, so that's it. Fire. Yeah. yeah. I met ashes. a lot more football players. Yes, ashes. Ashes. <clears throat> Look, it's gonna be ADD. Get used to it. For the next month, it's gonna be like this, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Birdie's gonna take painkillers. Uh-huh. For the about student. another thirty days. Yeah. 
A student at Binghamton University in New York received a shocking package in the mail this week, a heavily damaged box containing human remains destined for someone else. The student who identified herself only as B.A. came home to her apartment on Tuesday night to find the mangled box had been delivered delivered by FedEx earlier that day. On it was a label with her name and address. The tracking number also matched that of an Apple charger she was expecting to be delivered on Wednesday. But on the box, she saw stickers indicating that the package contained cremated remains. There were also labels from the U.S. Postal Service showing that the package had been mailed from a funeral home to a family in Auburn, New York, through a tear in the box. B.A. could see that the urn inside had broken and ashes were spilling out of the package. She was ultimately able to contact the family in Auburn who had been waiting eight days for the remains of their sister to arrive. They made arrangements to come and pick them up on Friday. Damn, that's fucking crazy, dude. How do you break somebody's ashes in the mail? Like, the Postal Service sucks. And he, I got a statement oh, from dude. Oh, dude. Oh, uh, dude. The Postal Service sucks. This girl I follow on Twitter, like, Rangers Twitter, got her brother an Adam Fox jersey, and it came in the mail, and, like, the numbers on the jersey are fucking shredded, bro. Yeah. Like, that shit happens all the time. Dude, like, what the My fuck, My mom just man? got a delivery the other day. She got, like... These like sea urchin things. She was gonna. They're like dried out. She's gonna like use. She yeah. did the uh, bathroom all like. Yeah, she's themed. gonna use them for decorative purposes. Yes, and she got a delivery the other day for them, and they're just fucking smashed. They oh put them God. in the same box as like these metal rack things she ordered. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I um, would lose my fucking shit. <laughs> Put my metal in with my breakables. Like, put my eggs in with, like, the fucking... But see, I've known this since, since like, seven years old. Because I remember when I was seven years old, I sent away for a Jerome Bettis jersey. And they were supposed to send send me a medium. And they sent me a small. And when I got it, I was furious. Like, I was losing my shit. And not, like, throwing a fit like a child. I mean, I was, like, like, just, like pissed like adult pissed you know like this is fucking unreasonable like i was saying shit like that you know what i mean like the postal post a post collection the postal service has always been trash that being said i respect the fact that they always go no matter the weather like you got to respect that hustle but but you know it they, they don't handle packages with care Maybe I should get that yeah, tattooed no, above my dick. Handle with care. <laughs> I thought you were going to say scat there. <laughs> get it above the back end. Yeah, stamp. scat man. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, scat man tramp stamp. How much money, Bertie? To get that done? Yes. $42 million. That's a lot of money. Yeah, I got to have enough money that I can turn into enough money to never have to work again. I've got to have enough money that women will want to sleep with me. Because at that point, that tramp stamp, I'm done. Well, if you have like one million, you're going to rake in at least a certain crowd. You'll be fine. Yeah, but like I'm also trying to like never have to work again. And you need a shitload of money. To like, I would want enough money so that I could like buy a majority stock in a company and just be like, sit back and collect profit. You know what I'm saying? 
Bertie. There's a uh, snowboarding on right now, and this dude from New Zealand. His first name is Zoe. Fucking Z-O-I. baller name. Baller name. <laughs> Zoe. That is a snowboarder name if I've ever heard one. Though. <laughs> right? Snowboarder, surfer, something. Yeah. Right. Wow. I'm Love trying it. To Why couldn't I have a cool to name read like the that? Fucking his last name. It only showed me his first name at first. Is this a woman? Oh. Oh, maybe it's Zoe, dude. It is Zoe. That's fucking awesome. What an awesome way to spell that name. Z-O-I. Yeah, that's fucking cool as shit. Um, that's w- wicked New Zealand, but her last name's Sadowski Sinnet. Dope. I mean, that's it's still like a fire. hyphenated name. Yeah, I don't know about hyphenates, though, dude. They scare me. I, th- I think they're cool. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I think every NFL defense should have one hyphenated name on it. I think that right, makes that's, you a stronger defense. You're, I, we should do a study because I guarantee you it, there may not be causation there, but there's correlation. I yeah. fucking guarantee it. We may not have been more right with anything on this podcast than what I just said. Yeah, ever in the history of it at 85 episodes or whatever the hell we're at. We're coming up on 100. We should do we something are. crazy for 100, bro. We should get fucking wild with it. We should, you know what we should do? What's up? We should come in with no notes and go for 100 minutes. Oh, I'm in. We could do that easy, bro. Yeah. I already have Man, something that I've like been saving for the offseason that's going to be difficult. Oh, but, really? Um, I'm super the, I'm hyped. Yeah. It's it's going to be difficult to come up with the comparisons, but it'll be fun, I think. All right. Bet. I'm um, excited. So, I guess we should get to some spurts. Some spurts. Oh, real quick before we do though. Yeah, man. I was about about to fall asleep last night. I was laying in bed. You know that like you know that mode. You're like falling asleep, but like not actually asleep. Yeah, of course. And then I had Sunny on because of course I did. I was going to sleep, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden I hear "Good morning, Juarez." <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Juarez family. <laughs> Oh, man, that's so good. Dude, I had a similar situation the other night. I was, like, about to fall asleep, and it was mega early, actually. It was, like, 10. And then I heard this weird noise that I can only describe as, like, a zap. Like, it was, like, a... And I, like, opened my eyes, and I was, like, what the fuck was that? So I think I just had, like, an acid flashback or something. But, um... Yeah, far out shit. All right, let's get to some spurts because this is a spurts podcast. Um, so spurts, spurts, spurts. spurts. Also, I want to say I love the fact that we're like not doing the rundown anymore. I like kind of just winging it. It's fun. Um, but what's the first thing you want to talk about? Type it. Yeah, fuck that. Like I, I I have a rundown in my own notes. I'm sure you do. But I'm saying like me not having it, I feel like makes it a little fresher. So fresher. Um, so what's the first thing you want to talk about today, man? Uh, Chiefs Bengals. Oh yeah. I forgot that happened. Yeah. We're kind of like a bit removed from like what? Five days out from it now. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, so much has happened to me personally in the last week. I fucking forgot about that. Right. Um, 21, the 27 to 24 was the final. The Bengals are going to the fucking Super Bowl. Bro. I mean, first of all, if you've listened to this podcast, you know, we're fucking here for that. Yes. But Joe Burrow, secondly, bro. I mean, let's talk about how much of a like 
I guess you would say upset. I wanted to find something more clever, like heel turn or something. You know what I mean? Like, that's fucking wild, man. Like, that's really crazy. Bro, and the way it happened, too, like the Chiefs, it's almost like they got too, I don't even want to say too cocky, but they just like. I mean, I think that's fair to say. It's probably fair to say. They were up 21 to 10 at halftime. Right. And they could have been up 24 to 10. Like they were, ha- it was first in goal, I believe, or third in goal, whatever the fuck, second in goal. I don't remember what the actual down was, but they right. were from the five yard line. Time's winding down in the half. They could have just taken a field goal. Instead, they went for a touchdown. It wound off too much of the time, and then they didn't have enough time. Oh, that's to just a, a gamble. That's just And then look what happens. They lose by three points. Right. Well, if you just take the field goal there, but yeah, fair enough. Way. Fair enough. I mean, I, After there is like time. underestimating your opponent can be a deadly thing to do. And I'm going to get more into that here. After the half, like it was 21 to 10, like I said, Bengals went on to outscore them 17 to three, but it was just the defense, man. Like in the first half, Patrick Mahomes was 20 for 25 with three touchdowns, like basically perfect and they just kept going deep he's hitting everybody like Tyree Kill Travis Kelsey everybody's just wide open he's hitting them easy money no problem yeah and then the second half all of a sudden the Bengals defense just flipped the script and they're like all right we're just gonna drop eight people and rush with four which they didn't even have a sack in the first half as soon as they started just rushing four men in the second half they started getting to the quarterback right so I don't know how that happened but fuck it we'll take it and then the like I said, the defense dropped back. The Chiefs, like, they were beating them in the first half deep. Everything was open for them. And it's like they just kept trying to do that, even though the Bengals adjusted. Mm-hmm. And they just rammed their head into the wall for the entirety of the second half. And you saw it in overtime, too. Chiefs win the coin toss, much like last week. It was like, all right, fuck. They're going to walk down and just score. Joe Burrow's never going to see the field. And we just right. have the Chiefs in the Super Bowl again. No, sir. Patrick Mahomes, same thing he's been doing all second half. He got, you know, overzealous, starts going deep. He throws to Tyreek Hill, double coverage, interception. Yeah. And it, but the play before that, too, uh, Eli Apple dropped an interception. Like, he threw back-to-back interception balls. Right. And then the Bengals just were able to run the ball down, come down, kick a field goal, and they're in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, first of all, again, I'm fucking here for it. Um, secondly, I think it brings up the interesting question because let's be real, man. You, there is a debate happening that, you know, some people will try to say Mahomes is overrated. You know, people do try to say that shit. It's kind of like with LeBron, you know, like people had that debate for a while, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like this is going to be more fuel for that fire. I would Agreed. like to say that I don't think he's overrated. Like, I, I don't. Really I don't. think he's him and Rodgers are the two best QBs in the league right now. But the thing with Mahomes is like we're gonna see in the next couple years what happens because this big money is gonna start kicking in and they're not gonna be able to pay as many people as they are. Right. Kelsey's I mean, gonna get older. Tyree Kill's gonna lose a step at some point. Like I mean, it's we're also see like what happens when he doesn't have the same luxuries around him that he's had. But I, I don't think he's overrated either. I think yeah, he is a top two either. QB I, in the league. I saw someone on Twitter talking about how like he does seem to have a bit of a panic mode. 
He does you know? for sure. I and was like, I think there's some credence to that, but I do also think, and I know, you know, it's not like he's a rookie at this point or anything, but I mm-hmm. do think give him another season or two and you might see that dissipate. You know what I mean? Right. Like get and more bro, comfortable in high pressure situations. Cause you could be in the playoffs a bunch of times, but you know, there comes a tipping point where people start to get really comfortable. I've seen it in hockey a bunch of times where you have People like Braden Holpe is a perfect example. You know, Braden Holpe, his first playoff appearance is 2012, you know, and you can see his like panic mode in every playoff appearance, except for when the Capitals win the Stanley Cup. By that point, he's calm. And that was probably what, like his fourth appearance in the playoffs at that point, maybe fifth. Right. So it's like, it's one of those things where like, I think that could dissipate a little bit. I hear you. Also, my third thing. Go ahead. Sorry. Another example of that in this game too. Yeah, um, uh, like a panic mode for Mahomes. Like I was talking about the four man rush in the second half, they had a chance to be in field goal range. I believe it was third and like five or something. They were right. on like the forty. Like they, right, a little long for a field goal, but you know what I mean. You're in plus territory. You probably go for it there. Shit happens for sure. But he starts scrambling backwards. Nobody's open because the Bengals dropped eight people like they're right. doing. And he tries to make a play happen instead of just taking the sack or throwing the ball away. And he like ends up scrambling backwards 20 plus, like literally 20 plus yards. Now you're in your own territory. You have to punt all the momentum's towards Cincinnati. Like you got to have the awareness when things aren't working to either switch it up or even in a situation, you just have to stay calm. Yeah. You just have to stay calm. calm and make the right decision. But you know what, man? Like at the same time, you can say if he if that cat you know like if he throws in a double coverage and the catch is made we're having a different conversation look at Eli Manning like i you know Eli Manning did that a couple times but because the receiver came down with the ball nobody's talking that shit you know what right. i mean but at the like, end of the day it's a bad decision like he made a bad decision but it just happened to work out you know what right. i'm saying so i don't know but i'm with you you do like the most important thing you can do as an athlete, I think in any sport that is a high-pressure situation is to stay calm. It's the best thing you can do. And be patient. You know what I mean? Like, don't make a rushed decision. Because it's going to be a bad one most of the time. But, go ahead, sorry. Um, <laughs> Joe Burrow, like, talking about calm. Right. Joe Burrow's been the definition of that, and it's only his second season. His first playoff appearance. Well, like, some people just have that, dude. Some people just have that. And how fucking lethal is that going to make him in the years to come? I, I like, actually completely agree with you. But, like, nine sacks against Tennessee, and he still comes out with the win and goes to the conference championship. He goes into right. Arrowhead. Like, Mahomes was under pressure and not calm. Like, we just discussed the, the entirety of the second half. Joe Burrow's just... And you know, man, now that now cool that I I'm, I'm kind of thinking about it, like if you look at the great quarterbacks of even we could say like the last twenty years, you don't even have to go back further than that. I think the two things that you can say most of them have in common is a sense of calm and resilience. You know what I mean? Like even if they're getting the the shit beaten out of them, like getting sacked a bunch of times, they still they still fight. Like they don't lose the fight. You know, mm-hmm. like Tom Brady, like really springs to mind. Like he stays uh, calm and he's like, you know, I've seen games where Brady's getting the piss beaten out of him, but he's hanging tough. You know what I mean? 
Right. I mean, that's exactly that's like Tom Brady mo. Right. But the the list of people to beat Mahomes in the playoffs, which this is a fun list. We, mm-hmm. Tom Brady twice. Joe Burrow. Right. That's the list. Right. And I'm not saying Joe Burrow is the next Tom Brady. I'm just saying he has those same characteristics that Tom Brady has that makes Tom Brady good. Right. You know? He has the unteachable traits. Right. The the intangibles, as they call them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, but the other thing you see. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I'll get to it at the end. After the game, Joe Burrow, they had them in the interview. And they asked him if the diamonds on his necklace were real. And he said, of course they're real. I make too much money for them to be fake. This is well, this is what I was going to get to. Did you see? Basically, I saw a meme and someone posted a picture of him and then a picture of the rock. It was like, motherfucker stole the rocks. Look. Like, yeah, I saw that. Had, like the black turtleneck and the necklace yep. and everything. Yep. And I was like, yo, like, I mean, how can you not love this dude? He's like, the best. He's the most him. electrifying man in football. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. I just thought of that. Oh I should be god. a sports marketing guy. Oh my god! Yes, I'm gonna preach that anytime. <laughs> conversation about Joe Burrow. He's the most, most electrifying, electrifying man, man in football. football. <laughs> oh. He's the most electrifying and man in football like, entertainment. Then if they're like, "Nah," I'd be like, "Bro, he stole the Rock's outfit and nobody said anything." Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, you're big pimping if that's happening, bro. Fact. Right. And that was what I was going to get to. I was like, yo, did you peep the outfit? Like, it's yeah, the rock. bro. <laughs> the outfit was fire. <laughs> uh, you know, what would be amazing if like if Joe Burrow ever like runs a ball into the end zone, if he did the people's elbow when he like as a celebration, oh <laughs> he just slowly steals all of the rocks. <laughs> he starts doing the eyebrow. Yeah, the, anytime I, somebody asks a dumb question and after the fucking post game, he just calls him a, a jabroni. Eyebrow. <laughs> he's in the he's in the press conferences and, and he asks the reporter, he's like, "What's your name?" It doesn't matter what matter your name what is. Your name. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when the Rock used to call everyone a candy ass? Yeah, that yeah, was bro. great. He's gonna get some big ass lineman to come out there and be like, "I did it for Joe Burrow." <laughs> <laughs> fucking a. All right, so I mean, yeah, that was uh, kind of a crazy event in the world of spurts. What else do you want to talk about? Rams Niners. Sure, let's go, let's go, bro. Um, twenty to seventeen, Rams got the win. It was uh seventeen seven Niners going into the fourth, and then Jimmy G shit the bed, and Matt Stafford continued along his on his destiny, scored yes, thirteen points in just the fourth quarter. Um. I saw Rams someone posting. Uh, I saw someone post on Twitter. Matt Stafford goes from the Lions to the Super Bowl. Good for you, bud. Yeah, bro, for real. <laughs> from yeah. the fucking doghouse to the penthouse, bro. Right? Went from Detroit to L.A. From like right? shithole to Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, there's another good one from shithole to Super Bowl. <laughs> we're just full of them today bro uh we're you're well you're on fire really but he's on fire you're always on fire shit fire yeah that was uh i mean honestly i'm not surprised by the rams win i i was pretty confident they were going to win and i didn't watch the game but i kept an eye on the score even when they were down i was like i'm not you know i really don't think that's the way it's gonna end 
I'm gonna give you another one, Birdie. When can we start saying uh, Kyle Shamaham? Because this man is a fucking sham. <laughs> Last four times a Super Bowl. This, by the way, this is your ESPN 50% shooting on a full moon when the gym is 70 degrees stat of the week. Uh, the last four times the Super Bowl or conference championship team has blown more than a 10-point lead. Shanahan has been involved with three out of four of them. Ooh. That's not a good look, bro. No. That's he not was part a good of the, look. He's part of the fucking the, Patri- the big-ass Patriots comeback, 28-3. Right. He blew this lead. Right. And then he had the Niners' blown lead against the Chiefs. Right. Wow, yeah, that's not oof. You just found like the the body that he hid in under the basement. Like Yeah, bro. <laughs> you just he, found bro, the deep dark a, secret. I've been saying this since the Patriots beat him. I was like, why are we giving this guy a head coaching job? Why? I mean, head coaching job fine. He's a good head coach. But like they're treating him like uh some sort of offensive savant when he's calling pass plays when all you need to do is run. Like just that Super Bowl alone, I was like, nah, this guy's this guy ain't it. And yeah. I'll give it to him. He can draw up a phenomenal run scheme. I think he'd be right. a good offensive coordinator. I, I just – there's something about him, dude. He can't fucking win. Well, he just can't win. And he there draws are up people a good who scheme. are good regular season, you know, and then they're horrible in playoffs. Like, in every sport, there's someone like that. Right. You know. And this, he might be the coaching version of it. Right. That's what I mean. Like, there are, like, coaches in all sports, I think, who are like that, you know. That are yeah. like good regular season, then when it comes to playoffs, for some reason they shit to bed. I don't know what that is, man. Like, it's so weird, but it's a thing. Like, it's like legitimately a thing. And it's, I, I guess they can't handle the pressure. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Paging Mr. Cloggers. Mr. Darren Cloggers. Also, man, I do, I do love my thought the other last episode where i was talking about if i was the gm or the owner i would have the loudspeaker yes what the fuck was that like i would do that shit all the time like i feel like it would be such a good motivator (laughs) there's probably one person listening right now going is this the same episode as last week (laughs) (laughs) nope birdie's just hagging (laughs) all right so let's talk Um, about the super bowl then you want to talk about the super bowl um, can I rip one more thing on the Yeah, Niners please. Rams? Yeah. I sent you a picture. Rip it all over my face. I sent you <laughs> buckets. <laughs> I Dump sent it all on me. Picture the second one I sent you. Um there was a fight outside of the Rams Arena, which SoFi Stadium, which was outnumbered with Niners fans for the s- second time this season. However, the Rams were able to pull off the win, as we've already discussed. Uh, there was a fight, typical L.A. sports. There's always fights at Dodger stadiums. Just ask Mr. Michlo. Uh There's a fan got punched out. He's now in a medical coma. Uh, somebody went to jail over it. But I sent you a picture of him. He looks like a uh, great value Dave Batista, store brand Batista. Oh, this is the man that did the punching? Yes. He does kind of look like that. Or he looks like a cross between Dave Batista and Eric Bana. I don't know if you know who Eric Bana is. I gotta Google Eric Bana. He's he's a uh, like a, a late '90s, early 2000s actor. Oh okay. See what I'm saying? Kind of see it, right? I kind of see it. it's the ears. Yeah, it's the ears and the eyebrows. Yeah. yeah. But he's got like the 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 facial structure of Mr. Batista. Yes, yeah, his head's like round. 
Right. And they've got the same beard. Yeah. The same shitty beard. Yeah. Yeah. That's um that's fucked up, man. What was it like a situation where he like punched the dude and dude hit the concrete? Yeah. Yeah. That happened to I'm a guessing... friend of mine and he actually went to jail because the dude died. He wasn't really a friend of mine. He was like an acquaintance. I knew the guy. You know what I'm saying? Right. He probably was just like, my team beat yours, haha, and punched him in the coma. Yeah, man, that shit to me is stupid. Like, look, I get it. Stick up for your club. I do it all the time. You know, my brother will be here with his Kreider jersey, and he'll take it off and, like, leave it on the floor. And I'll be like, pick that shit up, bro. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, Chris Kreider, who's have... not the fastest skater in hockey, we'll get to that. Yeah, I don't care if he's the fastest <laughs> skater in hockey because he's outscoring everybody else. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Which is what the fuck? Like the world's gonna end. Like they had it wrong. It wasn't 2012. It was 2022. Because Chris Kreider is the leading goal scorer, but um, by a couple goals too. Um, Shout out BC. You know, I get like sticking up for your club and all that, but like these people who want to like beat the shit out of each other, like just stop, dude. Like this isn't the UK. It's not the he English Premier League. He has 33 goals. He has 33 goals, dude. What? I'm telling you, when? he's on fucking fire, dude. He's been on fire the whole season. He has figured out that because you can't cross-check in front of the net anymore, all he has to do is... Fu- so he's done a couple of things. He's he's real good at corralling the rebounds, but he's also gotten incredible at deflections. Like, ridiculously good at deflections. So, and plus he's, he's got... He's also got 12 goals in his last 11 games. Yeah, he, plus he's... Dude, he's got Artemi Panarin, Mika Zibanejad, and Adam Fox feeding him the puck. If you've got those three guys passing the puck to you and you're not scoring, you fucking suck. Like, all, fucking all suck. three of those guys are some of the fucking, like, best passers in the NHL. So embarrassing. Yeah, it is fucking embarrassing. But anyway, I'm just saying, like, I don't understand violence among fan bases. I yes. really, really don't. It doesn't make sense to me. I can even sort of understand rioting if your team loses or wins a championship. I can understand the catharsis of that. But I do not understand having to beat the shit out of another fan. You catharsis. Know? Yeah, big word drops. I get smarter when I take pills. <laughs> really stupid um cut that 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 same game uh, some guy had a same game parlay he like picked the scores between both the chiefs and uh Bengals game and the rams niners game put a 20 dollar bet on it predict the scores right and uh, he got a five hundred thousand dollar payout oh my god that's that's five aston martins dude I measure wealth on Aston Martin's. We discussed this before. We have. It's so long ago. We used to do that right at the start of the show when we were. Because I remember we were like right when we started, it was the MLB offseason. So we kept bringing up MLB contracts. You're like, that's 11 Aston Martins. It's 156 Aston Martins. The the cheapest hat in Aston Martin is about $100,000. So it's a good good, uh, way to measure wealth, I feel. (laughs) <laughs> i'm worth three aston martins sir i am worth three aston martins what are you worth half of one <laughs> fucking chump you have the front seat or the back seat asshole <laughs> you got the trunk bitch um so let's talk about the super bowl man let's talk about this matchup now because we got what the Bengals and the rams interesting mm-hmm. matchup right 
What's your pick? I'm super. I think Bengals are going to cover the spread. Rams are going to win. That's what I was going to say. But I did just find out today that Sean McVay's dad name. I mean, uh, Sean McVay. His dad's name is Timothy. So that's probably going to. No. That's got to hurt in some department, I'm sure. That's fucked up. Yeah. Imagine being his dad. Or they might just, like, blow the bangles away. Oh, but oh, um, boom. Something of the sort. <laughs> um, imagine being his dad. And then in the 90s, you, you wake up one day and you go to work and you're like, Did you hear about what happened in Oklahoma City? Did you hear? Did you hear? No, what happened? This guy blew up a building. Oh, that's terrible. What's his name? Timothy McVeigh. Fuck. 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 You know what I How mean? many people died? Fuck. 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 <laughs> it's like there was probably some dude, like, you he's know. Just like, he's waiting to see the spelling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is different, by the way. But he's just like, come on, come on. It's spelled different. It's spelled different, Tom. Yeah, but then there's some other asshole in the same room who's like, doesn't matter, it sounds the same. Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> And then he just goes to his car and he's just like, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Might as well do heroin now. <laughs> and then he, bl- <laughs> he blows up a... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> he blows up a toilet. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. He gets the yeah. shits and he blows up the toilet. He blows up his relationship because heroin hurts everything. <laughs> It's just a joke I've always made. Like, anytime something terrible happens, I just always look at everyone who's with me in the room and be like, well, might as well do heroin now. <laughs> like, when my dad got diagnosed with cancer, I looked at him and I was like, well, Jesus I was like, Christ. I was like, we might as well do heroin now. <laughs> I mean, it's funny, man. It is funny. And it definitely would have lightened the mood. Yeah, dude. <laughs> It's like when I got arrested for drugs and like I was expecting yeah my yeah my mom like freaked out and then my dad came home. I was expecting him to beat the shit out of me and all he said was you'll never be president. <laughs> he talked about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, fucking like, killed me. I was like, uh, "Thanks, Pop. That was pretty good, man." Thanks, Pops. Yeah. Um you remember Mattress Mac? He bet on the win the World Series. He bet on something else. He kept putting down like millions. I don't remember. All right. Well, he he put down a, like millions of dollars on the Astros to win the World Series. Put down like a shitload of money on championship. Like he's just that's just what he does. Yeah, uh, college football. He bet a shitload on Alabama. I watched he, a movie about a person kind of like that last night. That was really good. I recommend it. It's called Pale Flower, nineteen sixties Japanese noir film. Birdie's movie minute is over. Continue. But he's bet a uh, four point two million on the Bengals. God damn. Yeah. What the Imagine fuck? just having 4.2 million to be like, yeah, I think the Bengals will win this week. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd be dead. I've said it before on this podcast. If I had that much money to throw away, I'd be dead. Because at that point, there would be no way to not be a drug addict in my mind. Yeah. Just like, nobody- it doesn't matter. I literally can't ruin my life. And with that much money, like, is anybody going to tell you no? Right, yeah, nobody's going to tell you no shit. I think that was Kanye's problem. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of people's problem, yeah. I think. Drake's problem. <laughs> Fucking A. That's why they just can't get along. <laughs> well, I mean, they're both douchebags. That's why they can't get along. 
<laughs> Fact. You know, douchebag and douchebag doesn't work. Because they can't abuse video? each other. You know what I'm saying? Did you see that video of Drake playing uh, online roulette? God, the I, other day. dude, I just can't stand that dude, bro. Bro, he was calling out the numbers before they they landed. So he was cheating. I need something. Bro, I I that or he's like just gambling millions of dollars on roulette every day. He's just like, he's just good at it. I mean, but you can't right. be good at roulette. It's a completely That's random sequence of events. Yeah, it's not so like poker where there's strategy, like. And he's so fucking big-headed, it's probably, he's probably just cheating. I mean, I just can't stand that dude, bro. Like, there's just something about him. Like, And then you find out all the shit, you know, it comes out like, you know, he, he fucking plagiarizes oh. bars and shit. Yeah, I mean, he's a fucking... By the way, Tupac, slime ball. Yeah, nah, I already said it. I don't know if you heard me earlier. I was like, yeah, Tupac, not a fan. I said it. Um, Yeah. Nah, cutting Inspector Deck off your song because he killed it. That's some weak shit, Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. I don't think Biggie would have done that. Nah, Biggie wouldn't have done that. He would have just been like, all right, now you got to die too. <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to fucking throw my entire book at you. Yeah. But see, that's the thing, though. Like, I, I look, no disrespect to Pac. Like, he is good. And I do, like, you know, enjoy some of his tunes and shit. But I've always maintained that I think Biggie and Nas were both better rappers than him. Like, I think Pun, I think Pun was better. Yeah, though. yeah, um, yes. Pun is, at, you know what? Pun is the one that like doesn't get talked about enough too. I feel like the Capital Punishment album is fucking ridiculous. Oh yeah, I mean, I I could go on for hours about it. Like we don't even need to go down that road. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. I feel like. Biggie and Nas are better than Pac like he's like he's like second tier you know what I'm saying he's like top half of second tier Mm -hmm. and then first tier to me is like a few guys from Wu-Tang Biggie and Nas I guess you could put Tribe Quest up there yeah Eminem's definitely up there um I guess Ice Cube too you gotta put Cube up there simply because of how important he is to like kind of the history of gangster rap the Cube yeah, I mean, he kind of, he was there, like, in the very beginning of it. You know, That's a lot sweet. of it is, like, modeled after Cube and, like, what he did with NWA. Right. You know, so. Anyway, this is a conversation for another podcast. Yeah, right. All right. Uh, I got more football news. <laughs> I got more football news. We got okay. the games. Uh, did you give a Super Bowl pick? I think it's gonna be yeah. Rams, I'm like I'm with you. Yeah, that that's what okay, I said. Sweet. Yeah, same like thing. you said pretty much the exact same thing I was gonna say. Like All right, perfect. They're gonna like the Bengals are gonna hang tough, but the Rams are gonna come out on top. Right. Last bit on the Super Bowl. Uh, Joe Burrow, phenomenal fucking run. I wouldn't be surprised if he just fucking fucks around and wins it, and then we just have yeah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he drags his nuts across the field, <laughs> right? Because that's just what Joe Burrow does at this point. Yeah. Joe fucking cool. Uh, I, I saw a bunch of people calling him Joe Joe Shiesty, which I like. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, I, it's Matt Stafford's year, man. He yeah. suffered long enough. He needs this. Yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like he's uh, hungry as fuck. Also, Zach Taylor was on McVay's staff three seasons, like the Bengals coach. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. That's fucking interesting. Very interesting. So they know each other. Um, right. Next, the most wild shit of the week, I think, or the week. Brian Flores. 
okay, came out what and happened? Went scorched earth on the NFL, bro. Uh, so, you know, the Rooney rule in the NFL, you have to interview at least one minority candidate. Right. It's ridiculous because it's just like, it's just been used as an out for the owners. Right. But it's like, well, we interviewed our minority. Okay. Right. Moving on. Yeah. Well, Brian Flores was supposed to interview for the Giants job on, I believe the day was Friday or Saturday. I'm sure I'm going to pull up the text right now. But the uh, Bills offensive coordinator, Brian Dable, interviewed for it uh, earlier in the week. Bill Belichick, who had both Brian Flores and um, Brian Dable on the on his staff in the past, like they're both Belichick guys, right? Texted, and he also has connections to the Giants, which they were both interviewing for. Texted Brian Flores, apparently meaning to text Brian Dable, and said Giants question mark exclamation point question mark exclamation point and so forth. Um. Brian Flores then responds, like, uh, are you hearing something I'm not? Like, what? what's going on here? And Bill Belichick's like, ah. Uh, uh. I fucked this one up. But it, it showed evidence that they had already hired Brian Dable before even... Which Brian Dable eventually did get named the coach like, right. right after the interview with Flores. But it was showing that they already had made know, up their mind, made up their mind and were just interviewing Flores to satisfy the rule. But I have the exact text right here. Um, Bill Belichick, sounds like you have landed. Congrats um, to Brian Flores. Brian Flores, did you hear something I didn't hear? Giants, like I said, uh, I interview on Thursday. I think I have a shot at it. Bill, got it. I hear from Buffalo in NYG that you are the guy. Hope it works out if you want it to. That's definitely what I want. I hope you're right, Coach. Thank you. And then he said, Coach, are you talking to Brian Flores or Brian Dable? Just making sure. He said, sorry, I fucked this up. I double-checked and I misread the text. I think they're naming Dable. I'm sorry about that. BB. Thanks, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) So Brian Flores filed a class-action lawsuit against the NFL the New York Giants, the Denver Broncos, and the Miami Dolphins. Damn. Miami Dolphins obviously fired him. Um, He alleged that Dolphins owner Stephen Ross was paying him $100,000 to lose games in 2019. What? $100,000, which we will get into in a second. But I just wanted to touch on the rest of the Rooney Rule stuff. Um, He also said he interviewed for the Denver Broncos job in 2019 before he got hired by the dolphins right and that the broncos ownership including john alloway showed up to the meeting late i saw that he said they had clearly been drinking the night before and that they were never like heavily considering him as a candidate like based on the way that the interview went so there's like a whole lot going on there in itself um, I think the texts are super damning. I also think Bill Belichick probably did it on purpose to help a friend out and probably to change some shit that needs to be changed. You would hope so. Yeah. Either way, shout out Bill Belichick. But I saw a lot of like people, media people, players, whatever, being like, uh, yeah, that was that's not a mistake text. For sure. 
Yeah. But and he seems like a meticulous guy. That's what everyone is saying. You know what I mean? The most detailed human I've ever Right? Like, you can look just like at, that. like, his coaching style and know that's, like, an OCD, like, detail-oriented cat. Right. You know? He's not just gonna, like, text the wrong person. Yeah. Which, it happens. I'll give it to you. Like, my yeah. But I've I, done I, it. Miss me with it, bro. I did it recently. It was pretty fun. But, anyway. Um... The next part of this, like the hundred thousand dollar thing, yeah, that's that's some wild shit. And this is like a Woo. two part. That's a two part fucking. It's a two thing, yeah. And I mean, that's like that's a detriment to the game. That's the yeah. integrity of the game. Like you can't do that. Yeah, that's that's beyond steroids in baseball. Like by miles. and then by before the end of the day, after Brian Flores comes out with that, Hugh Jackson comes out. Says that's what the Browns were having him do when he was there. I was literally about to say to you, you know, it's not the only team doing it. Nope. And there's already people coming out like within the day saying like, oh yeah, that's happening to me too. God damn. That's so fucked up, dude. And of course the Dolphins then tanked and got Tua. Right. Which is supposed to be their franchise guy. Brian Flores didn't like Tua. Brian Flores didn't like the owner. They supposedly fired him because of that. And bro, this goes back to what I was saying months and like a year ago. Like a draft lottery is actually an anti-tanking measure. Like as stupid as it is, like it is like actually a pretty good anti-tanking measure. And people are always like, oh, there's not tanking in the NFL. That's That's garbage. There's tanking in every sport, man. Tanking in every sport. And fucking, I mean, that's like plain evidence of it yeah and like that's the problem to me with the idea of like the worst team in the league gets the overall number one pick because it means it's so easy for the corruption at that point whereas like if it's like well we can get into the top three you might you know be able to de-incentivize people from doing crazy shit like that right you know like while the draft lottery yeah it's not a perfect system it it does work to a degree as far as like anti-tanking goes like because you're not going to eliminate tanking. I mean, let's get that off like off the table. It's you're never yeah, going to eliminate that. It's never going to happen, but you can kind of I think de-incentivize people from like rigging it in their favor a little bit, you know? Um uh, that's fucking wild, dude. That might be I mean, that might be like the wildest fucking like corruption scandal in a long time. It's it's a lot. And at the same time, uh, Mr. Snyder for the brand new Washington Commanders. <laughs> Mr. Daniel Snyder, the owner of the the Washington team, are now uh, he's got another investigation going on. Oh, no. What is it? Uh, pretty much the same shit as always. Another woman came forward to alleging harassment. Jesus fucking Christ. Get rid of him already, dude. And apparently at an executive council like informed everybody that there's i don't know there's some reason that he can keep the results of the investigation from going public that's bullshit right maybe there was like a gag order or sometimes sometimes judges will like grant those um right but the investigation's underway but it's just not gonna fucking matter because he can just shut it up yeah, that's fucking nonsense and horseshit. Also, nonsense. somebody pointed out on Twitter the other day something that I didn't even think about, which goes to show you um, how privileged I am as a white person. But it said, so Washington changed their name 
from like a racial slur against the people they were oppressed, to the people who killed to the them. people who killed them. Yeah, yeah. I saw <laughs> like, that too. And I was like, oh no, dude. Yep. I didn't even think about that. That's fucking horrendous. Tough look. Yeah. Tough fucking look. And this is why Washington sports is trash. Trash. Just reason, you know, 4,862 <laughs> is why they're trash. Um, yeah, that's fucked up, man. I don't like that, but uh, I bet you it's been done so many motherfucking times at this point, dude. Mm-hmm. And, bro, like, Brian Flores... Like, just going back to that real quick. Yeah, yeah. Like, Kaepernick never played again. Right. Yeah. Flores probably is never going to coach again. No. Pro- no. Like, most assuredly won't. And that's fucked up. It is fucked up. I mean, I mean the whole Kaepernick like... thing was, like, so, like, monumentally fucked up. Like, I don't, right. I don't even want to break that open on this episode because I could talk about that for, like, two hours. You know, yeah. like it's so that whole situation is fucked up, man. I don't want to like weigh them either, but I feel like this one has bigger implications just in the league itself. Oh, yeah. When it comes to like the sport itself, it absolutely does. I think like the Kaepernick thing is more of a like a societal issue. Right. You know, which is probably why it upset me so much. But the yeah, this is I mean, this is like like I said a few minutes ago, it's miles beyond steroids in baseball. Right. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> it's like boxing level corruption. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like Brian Flores finished his interview with the fucking Giants, and he was like, all right. And media got a lawsuit coming out now, too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and by the way, the whole system's rigged. Yeah, right. Woo! Damn, son. And Let him know, the son. Day. That was on the same day that Mr. Uh, Tom Brady announced yep. his official retirement. That was a saga in itself, dude. Uh, did you, Adam Schefter released it like a couple days before, and then all of a sudden everyone was reporting it, and then Tom Brady deleted his Twitter for a little bit and was like, had his parents coming out talking to the media saying like, nah, he hasn't made the decision yet. And there was part of me that was like, oh, my God, he's going to come back and win an eighth Super Bowl just out of spite because he got his moment stolen. <laughs> right. Dude, and but and let's talk about that for a minute. Like, fuck you for doing that. Yeah, right? Like, fuck you for doing that. That's I mean, so it's disrespectful. It's the media, dude. dude. It sucks. Yeah, but it's, it's Be pretty like bad us, in wait football. a couple days. It's Let pretty it bad marinate. in football, dude. I really Everyone's feel like. to have the story first, bro. Yeah, I feel like football is real bad about it, and the NBA is real bad about it, too. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. But, I mean, that that's the GOAT. I mean, that's like the yeah. most accomplished athlete we'll ever see in our lifetime. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he is, yeah, definitely the greatest football player of of our time. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little more difficult for me because, you know, I, I – grew up in the 90s so like you know there was a lot of players that i saw who were like you know god tier caliber but even still tom brady probably ekes them out you know i the feel like for people like your life, age like he has been tom is brady. right for people your age like he is the one guy you know what i mean he is the one ring to rule them all yeah exactly but he's got seven of them 
That was pretty good, man. That was pretty solid. Nice job. Uh, all right. Well, big ups to Tom. Love you, bro. Um, Jags hired former Eagles coach Doug Peterson. And then the last bit I want to just throw out here, Devontae Adams and Jock Peterson, mm-hmm. you know, baseball outfielder, were uh, – both wide receivers. They were wide receiver one and two on the same high school team. Mm-hmm. Jock Peterson had 300 more yards than Devontae Adams. Holy shit. Yeah. God damn. Oh, and last, promised last bit on football. Tom Brady's also got a cuck Big Ben with the retirement, like the Hall of Fame class. Yeah. <laughs> he's cucked him his whole fucking career, and now he's going to do it one more time. And that was the move, too. That's why he did it. I, that's what he's I'm like, telling oh, myself. Ben retired. He's like, oh, Fuck. Ben retired? Well, I got to fucking ruin his day. <laughs> I got to ruin his day one more time. He's like, you can have like five days, Ben, and then I'm going to retire. Talk about me. Uh, me. Uh, that's... Just like they talked about me for the last 20 years when I beat your ass in the AFC. Oh, that's that's funny as fuck, bro. Oh, hilarious. Shout out, Ben. Shout out, Ben Roethlisberger, man. Sure. Um... <laughs> Uh, do you want to get to hockey or basketball? Uh, let's do basketball first, and then we'll talk about it. It's really not much to talk about in, in hockey this week, but there's a couple things I'd like to touch on. Yeah, there's not a super ton for basketball. Uh, there will be next week. But right. Memphis Grizzlies have been on a fucking tear. They might be the most fun team to watch in the league. Wow. They beat the Knicks the other night. Uh, just fucking John Morant, man, J- Jaron Jackson, Dylan Brooks. They all just kind of play with attitude, and they're like, John Morant looks like he he does the Super Smash Brothers double jump. Right. Like anytime he goes for a dunk, bro. I mean, he just elevates. Jaron Jackson's nasty. Like they just their chemistry is great. They talk shit. They're just, they're fun to watch. That's gonna be my new um, thing, by the way. I'm just gonna start going. Why? 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 Um. Also, after the Knicks win, this probably contributes to it as well. Yeah. When asked about their style of play, John Morant said, "We ain't ducking no smoke." Nice. Let him know, son. Let him know, son. Let him know, son. Uh, I sent you the final picture that I sent you. It was the uh, new and improved uh, All-Star Game MVP trophy. Mr. Kobe Bryant. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, That's pretty cool. Sweet looking. They also, it's like, you know, there's more meaning to it. Damn, that looks big. It is big. Uh, there's like 18 layers on the bottom there. It's like eight for his 18 time All Star appearances. Uh, the top has his four uh, All Star game. Oh MVP man, awards. that's gonna like make me cry. Yeah, they like they went all out for it. It was done really well. It's like his uh, eight. Uh, all I'm crying NBA right now. First teams and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. really awesome, was, man. They did good. Typically, I wouldn't give a shit about like just some All Star game trophy like me that. Me neither. But, Good meaning behind it. They did a really good yeah, job. Yeah, it's really, it really deserved, sweet. Deserved a shout out. Yeah, I agree with you. That was awesome. And the last bit of NBA before, I mean, we're going to get into the trade deadline next week. It's on February 10th. Yeah, the hockey trade deadline's um, coming up next month. So we're going to have a lot of basketball and hockey to talk about in the coming for weeks. For sure. For sure. For good because sure. football's wrapping up. Yeah. But the first trade has come through. Uh, Clippers trade Eric Bledsoe, Justice Wilson, and Keon Johnson, and a Second round draft pick to the Trailblazers for Norman Powell and Robert Robert Covington. Thoughts on the trade? Um, 
I like it. I think they upgraded from Bledsoe and Winslow just a little bit. Right. They throw in a couple other pieces there. Norman Powell's been like really underrated pretty much his whole career, but especially since he's gotten to Portland after the uh, Blazers trade, he's been huge out there, especially with like McCollum missing time or Lillard missing time. Powell steps in and plays a big role for them. Right. Robert Covington, 3 and D. I mean, any championship contending team needs a piece like that. But to me, this move just seems like, uh, you know, Clippers are hopefully going to get Kawhi and Paul George back on the court at some point together. Uh, this just seems like moves to bolster them when right. that actually Stack happens for playoff time. Yeah. yeah. Which is what any good team is going to do. Right. You know? Um, and then, like I said, February 10th, NBA trade deadline to watch out for Ben Simmons, uh, James Harden, the Sixers are supposedly having meetings about flip for the two of them mm. which i mean i i kind of get it if you're the nets but i would just run it with harden and kd like yeah. try to get one title at least yeah run it back right try to get something right before you just deal for ben simmons but i'm in philly i get it they're like yeah God, yeah I'll trade yeah. ben simmons for james harden right now yeah <laughs> like yeah fucking all over it um that's really the main thing a couple other people Gruntled. I know the Pacers want to blow things up. Thunder always looking for draft picks. De'Aaron Fox has been on the rumor mill. Julius Randle's been on the rumor mill. Apparently the Pelicans are talking about Zion Williamson. I mean, I could get wild the next couple weeks. We'll see what happens. Let's get into some hockey, Bernie. All right, man. So, you know, I let's get the tough, uncomfortable thing out of the way. That Blackhawks press conference. I mean, can you look like a bigger piece of oh shit my God, like a three-minute video? I mean, I mean, what the fuck, like the pop, bro? The Popeyes video and, like, that. Yeah, like, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, you know, and for those who don't know, basically what happened is in 2010, a Blackhawks player was sexually assaulted by a coach. They found out the Blackhawks covered it up. It's a press conference with a journalist who asks a very reasonable question to, it's not out of line at all. Yeah, it wasn't. to an owner. I think he's actually about to be the former owner because I think I just read that like um, a couple players from the the like championship Blackhawks teams are now gonna like take over ownership of the team or something like that. But which is funny because you know he says we're not living in the past. Okay, but you just sold it to two guys who you know are of the past. But anyway, you know the journalist is basically like given everything that happened we would like to know what you're going to do moving forward to ensure that this doesn't happen again. And Bertie, this is after this question comes after the ownership group spent about 20 minutes talking about how there's going to be a change in culture and they're moving forward with things and being more progressive. Right. And again, and then bit, like everything was to... centered around a culture change, right? And like fixing the organization essentially. Yeah. And then proceeds to give the answer that sounds a whole hell of a lot like the people who victim blame victims of sexual assault. Like he's basically like, I'm not talking about this, but like he acted like a fucking spoiled child. He, he literally said, I'm not responding to this. This question's out of line. I shouldn't have to answer questions like, about this. This is you, in the past. Dude. We're moving forward. And then the, uh, the second guy comes on and asks a question too. And he's like, well, and again, he like did it in a very respectful way. He was like, but, and basically said what I just said. You spent the first 20 minutes talking about a culture change. Right. I feel like that question is relevant to what 
you've been discussing. Like you need to address that to move forward. You need to address that to change your culture. And by the way, the people who've been hardcore fans of your fucking sports team for decades who now have to walk around with the shame that their team is, you know, an office of rapists, essentially, like you owe them an answer. And could you tell the people on stage were like, oh, my, oh, my fucking. Yes, absolutely. Yes. I mean, one guy is like, if I could just answer the question and he's like, no, you're not answering the question. We're not answering the question. And it's just yeah. like, what the fuck, dude? Like, uh, there's a there's a, a hockey journalist who does the Rangers, but also she does, like, really just hockey in general. Fantastic Twitter follow. Shayna Goldman does, like, analytics, so it's, like, really good follow. She posted it, and that's how I saw it. And I was like, and she was like, this is embarrassing. And I was like, oh, wicked God. embarrassing. Yeah. Like, I, I felt secondhand embarrassment right? like, for the fans of the team. Exactly. The other thing that makes him look even fucking worse after is like the whole time he's like, ask another question, ask a real question. And then the guy's like, all right, fine. And he asks, he literally says, all right, fine. And asks a different question. He goes, what am I with the ticketing people? I don't need to answer that. Like, what do you want, man? You're at a fucking like meet and greet. Like you showed up, you, you probably called this fucking press conference, bro. Right. Right. Like, what are you, just because you got one question, and then he's like, what, are we just going to talk about the negative things? And it's like, well, there's a fucking lot of them. And if you want to address this and move right? forward, you probably need to do that. And let's act like your team is exactly like the best team in the league anyway. So like what much, yeah. there's not much positive to talk about here. You can You're tell getting that blown out on a daily basis. He still thinks it's like 2012. Yeah. They're like the right. top of the league winning Stanley Cups. So. Oh my God. It, it was, I mean, it was just like. I'm so glad I'm not a Blackhawks fan. Like, you're fan. in Chicago and your attendance is dipping. Right. I'm so glad I'm not a Blackhawks fan. And I'd also like to say, I'm so fucking sorry if you are a Blackhawks fan. Like, I'm so sorry you have to deal with that. That's fucking miserable. Um, all right, so we got that out of the way. Um, I would like to talk about, again, Chris Kreider is leading the league in goal scoring. And I just don't know how to feel about this. And I, I here's what I really want to talk about, bro. I'm just going to put this out there for you, okay? If the Rangers get to the Stanley Cup, we're not talking about it on the show until it's over. Because I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know that's kind of unreasonable for me to ask, but like, if we, could just, if we could just please not do that. Like, if they make it to the Stanley Cup, I don't, I don't know if I can talk about it. I'll try, but I don't know if I can. What maybe. if it's Bruins, Rangers, and the conference championship? <sighs> we'll see how the first game goes. We'd have to like live stream all the games. <laughs> yeah, Just which by the down. way is a possibility, but I I really do feel like if there's no crazy upsets, if the Rangers make the right moves at the trade deadline, which they probably won't, but if they do, I feel like the the conference is probably going to be fucking, you know, Panthers Rangers. That's what I really feel. Yeah, probably. The Panthers are so fucking good. And the Rangers beat the shit out of them the other night. Five to two. I mean, the, the Panthers are the team that scores goals at will. They score like eight, nine a game. And the Rangers were like, nah, not today, bitch. And yeah, just no, like stomped on them. Like, and I was like, what the fuck is going on with my team right now? I don't understand what's happening. I mean, it's partially like Igor Shosturkin is just like Lundquist light. So... 
that's definitely part of it. But then, like I said, Chris Kreider's on a hot streak. So I, I don't know. He's not on a hot streak. He's fucking like on fire all the time. On fire? Yeah, like he's spitting hot fire. I don't know what's going on, man. I, uh, oh, there's one other thing I wanted to talk about, though. Um, I don't want to talk about the Rangers too much because, again, I don't want to jinx it. Um, you could, that's like mental conditioning from being a Mets fan right there. Um, <laughs> uh, we're doing good. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Can't talk about it. Can't talk about it until the show's over. Um, did you see the, uh, the speed skating thing at the all-star? Did you I see did. where McDavid placed? It. Fourth. <laughs> I feel like he just didn't care. That's what I feel like. He kind of looked like he didn't care. Yeah. Why should he care? You know, I mean, like, I don't... And that Kairu guy just fucking... Yeah. He he left, he left his soul on. He was like, I need to get... I need to win this. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, everyone on Twitter is like, oh, it's not Kreider's. And I'm like, yeah, Kreider is not the fastest skater in the league. Kreider is like... I literally like, thought he was coming in last. I was like, why is Chris Kreider in this? He Because he's, the, he's one of the fastest accelerating skaters in the league. If you watch him, if you give him two steps... He's leaving you behind. He, you know, he's not going to get to some crazy top speed. His top speed right. isn't high, but his his ability to get from like zero to sixty is like instant. You know what I mean? Right. So like that's the thing about Kreider, but you know, all star shit. Like we've said it a hundred times. I don't it's give a fuck, stupid. dude. Yeah. I don't give a fuck, dude. Um, don't give a fuck. Apart from that, you know. Things to keep an eye on before the trade deadline. Thomas Her- Tomas, sorry, Hurdle, um, might get moved. No idea where to because he's pretty expensive and it's a flat cap world right now. So that's going to be tough. Jacob Chikrin might get moved because the Coyotes need to blow things up. I wonder decided what... I want JT Miller. You do? I do. JT Miller's a good player, dude. The problem with JT Miller is he's a bit of a locker room cancer, apparently. It's all right. It's Boston. Yeah. Fit in. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually Brad think that be would be a, friends. thinking about it now. That's actually a, a pretty, as far as like system goes, that's a pretty good fit. JT Miller on the, on the Bruins. Dude, he would comes be, in on the second line with Holland pasta. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be, Woo! yeah, you'll be, people will be Woo! in trouble for sure. Birdie. Yeah, no, you're, I agree. I mean, I've said, you know, Meech used to love to hate on, on the bees, but I've always said you can't count the Bruins to me. And I know you're going to hate this comparison, but they're a lot like the Penguins. Like, you can't count them out. Like, even if they're like, they could start the season in the bottom half of the standings. Like, bitch, by the end, they're going to be up there. You know, the Penguins are the same way, dude. Like, this year they started abysmally, and now they're, like, climbing. Like, hard climbing. So, it's like, I think those are the two teams that you just can't ever count out until they eventually have to blow it up in the next few years, but... I think the Bruins will probably do a better job of rebuilding than the Penguins. I'll just skip over that part. 2023 Winter Classic to be hosted <laughs> by the Bruins at Fenway Park, Bertie. I think I might have to go to the Winter Classic next year. I might go with you. Bro, Winter Classic at Fenway? What if it's Bruins Rangers? Oh, fuck. Now, let's talk about it. We talked about this before. The Winter Classic should always be original six teams. We did this last week, yes. Okay, all right. Because it should be. It should be. And can we also talk about how salary caps are fucking stupid? <laughs> and they just shouldn't exist? It makes... I think the... I think the Arizona Coyotes... 
should just be dissolved and all of their money should just come into our sal- the NHL salary. Fucking A. Fucking A. Because, like, all it does, dude, is limit trades in the league. That's all it really fucking does. Like, mm-hmm. it, like this. Like, I hate this idea that people float out that, like, oh, but what about small market teams? Fuck you. There's no such thing. You don't Fuck buy you. a sports team unless you literally have money to literally burn. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, don't give me this bullshit of like, oh, well, the owner of the Columbus Blue Jackets doesn't have the money. It's like, fuck you. That guy has millions <laughs> upon millions of dollars. There's no such Guess thing what? as that a poor guy professional sports ass team. With hundred dollar bills. Yes, dude. Like, there's no such thing as a poor, as a poor professional sports owner. There is such a thing as a cheap one, but there's not, you know, a thing as like a poor one doesn't exist. So I fucking hate salary caps, and I don't think they should exist in any fucking sport. Fuck you. I'm tired of it. Huh. All right, let me step down off my soapbox. I don't really... It's, I mean, it's, you know, we're on the all-star break. What else is there to talk about with hockey? Nothing. I got I got one for you. Yeah, please. Speaking of the Coyotes. Oh, no. Um, The Colorado Avalanche did a yikes. What would they do? They have uh, they've been real good playing at home this season. Entering Tuesday night's game against the Coyotes, they had an 18-game home streak oh yeah won. they have the best record at home in the league i think right it's like 18 yep. and 3 or something like that yep they've won 20 out of their 23 games played in denver yeah that's ridiculous uh to the surprise of no one the avalanche heavily favored team uh plus the coyotes were plus 450 underdogs on the money line mm. which is a ridiculous amount yeah um p- previously the largest upset over the last uh, 10 seasons was the Buffalo Sabres in 2015 against my Boston Bruins. They were a plus 412 underdog. Uh, the Coyotes at plus 450. Of course, they got the win over uh, the Colorado Avalanche being the biggest underdog on the betting line to win a game in the last 10 years. Damn, son. Damn, that fucked up, son. Man. That is fucked up, man. But, you know, Hockey is fluky, and there's such a thing as puck luck. I didn't watch the game, so I don't know if that's what it really came down to. But uh, they lost four to three, so it could have been. Yeah, we, but we've also seen this happen with the Avalanche before. Now, we're also the largest favorite of any game in the five seasons. They were minus seven hundred. Yeah, I mean that's fucking fair. And this is a bit of a hot take, and I don't really mean it this way. But I think you will understand what I mean because we know each other well enough. The Avalanche sometimes, to me, reek a little bit like the Maple Leafs. Like, they have all of this talent, but then in the playoffs... They just disappear. Yeah, they just they get, you know, they get upset by somebody. Now, the thing about them as opposed to the Maple Leafs is the Avalanche actually make it a, a fucking serious fight. You know, they don't go right. down without a fight. But I'm just saying, like... The Avalanche, I get why they're heavily favored. You've got all those players, and every single one of them is fucking disgusting. But they do have a little bit of that stink on them. Like, let's get that done, and then I'll shut up. Same with the Maple Leafs. Except I'll talk shit about the Maple Leafs all day. Cause the Maple Leafs are the Cowboys. It, that's exactly who they are. Like, it's fucking hilarious, dude. 
Their fans think they're the shit. They're living in the past, and they haven't won anything in forever. Well, I mean, and this year's been a breath of fresh air, bro, because every other season, the, the journalists are constantly talking about how Toronto is the best team in the league, blah, blah, blah. Like, the journalists do it. And this year, I see a lot more of, like, uh, the Maple Leafs are kind of fraudulent. And until they prove us wrong, like, we shouldn't be saying this. And that's, right. that's I'm fucking loving it, you know? I just think I think I think the key is Austin Matthews needs to shave the mustache. If he does that, I think they win. I think you're right. I mean, it's just definitely some sort of a bad omen. Yeah, I mean, not to mention it's just hideous. Right. I mean, it's like the worst mustache I think I've ever seen. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's so hideous. It has to be some sort of a bad omen. Yeah, because I feel like what happens is like they come out on the ice and like the other team is like. Look at that idiot in that fucking mustache. We got to teach him a lesson tonight, bro. Like, yeah, we can't right. let that beat us. Like we can't, yeah, exactly. Can't <laughs> <let that> <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, I don't know, man. You know, two other interesting things we should probably talk about. I feel like Montreal might blow it up. I hope they blow it up at the trade deadline because they got some good players. And it would be nice to see a lot of the teams around the league snag some of those good players. Yeah, I'm here for it. Um, I hope they do their shit. Yeah, and also the Islanders fan base is turning on Barry Trotz. Ooh. Yeah, that's not going to age well. No. Because I'm sitting here like... He's done for you. Right? Like, I'm sitting here like, really? You're going to turn on the coach who took a team of basically third liners and fourth liners to the playoffs a few years in a row? You're going to turn on that fucking guy? Like, really? That's what you want to do? Because let's be real, like, the Islanders have a couple, like, top-tier guys, and the rest of them are just fucking third-liners, bro. If I'm Barry Trotz, I'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm out. Rid of me, then. I'm out Later. of here. Later. I'm out. Just like yeah. you did with the Caps. Right. I'm out. I'd just go on the market and be like, hey, who wants Barry yeah. Trotz? Because if Barry Trotz was available, I would personally call Chris Drury and be like, look, bro, you got to fire Gerard Gallant and hire Barry Trotz right now. Yeah. I, like, 20, right it's, now. It's like we always have this adage in the NFL. We talk to coaches. I mean, 20... 20 to 25 teams would fire their coach. Right. Right. Yeah. Especially like, if they were like already like, all right, we suck. like any bad team would be firing their coach. Yeah. Immediately. And picking up Barry Trotz. Like, right. He is, I think the best coach in the league. Probably. I think the way he like, it's not necessarily, I'm not going to say necessarily as Trotz far as like, torts. <laughs> well, torts is the best for a whole nother reason. Oh, um, <laughs> Torts is the best because he'll say fuck you to anyone. Uh, But the thing about Trotz is like... He's just a hockey guy. Yeah, exactly. Trotz, I like his way of managing the game. Like, he gets the right matchups with the lines. Like, he never fucks that up. You know what I mean? Like, he gets the best out of a roster. He's really good at that shit. And, And I think that's the most important thing. Like, in hockey, it's so important to have your first line out at the right time. You know, to have your fourth line out at the right time. You don't want to put your fourth line out when the other team's top line is on the ice. Not a good thing to do, bud. And you never right. see him make that mistake. And if he does, it's very, very rarely. So, very rarely. Uh, that's interesting to me, and I think we should keep an eye on that. Fine, holy hand grenade. Because I think it would be hilarious if Barry Trotz left the Islanders and went to Montreal. I think that would be... Oh hysterical he would never do that because he'd be like yeah i don't want to coach that team yeah he could stay away i could see him coaching hmm 
Edmonton would probably be interesting. Yeah, I like Bruce Cassidy, but I'm in the same boat with you. If they fucking fired yeah. Trotz, if they fired fucking Trotz, I'd, I'd personally call Cam Neely and be like, hey, bud. Yeah, what are you doing? Bruce Cassidy's done a great job, but he's it's it's yeah. fucking. Trotz is on the market. Let's go. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's get our shit together here. And so I'm sure you've heard the news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, make a move there, bud. Um, yeah, and but. We haven't gotten him yet. Why? Right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's really it for me as far as hockey goes. Like I said, it's the all-star break. Not too much going on. Um, yeah. Shabuya roll call. Shabuya. Shabuya. Shabuya, you lose. <laughs> um, fuck. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I don't think so. Uh, Meech said he'd play hockey with us. That's what I was about to say. Let's go play some chill. Meech Russian discussion back in effect. Fuck yeah. All right, Russian let's discussion. Let's get the fuck grab, out of here then. I need to grab a Sammy before we play. Yeah, that's cool. I gotta get some water and shit and pop another pill, so we'll do that. Um, all right. Well, thanks for listening. Follow us on all the socials. You know, like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, all that. Alexa, kind of play stuff. purple pills. <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, color cast Tuesdays, eleven. Be there or be fucking square. Let's get out of here, bro. Please. Lighters.